Hello and welcome to the Man On Podcast. I'm Darren and joining me as usual is Martin and Craig. How are you guys? Yeah, good mate. A couple of weeks yeah. off. I've forgotten what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I feel a bit like that. I, to be fair, I haven't been very well in the last couple of days, so I'm um, oh. a bit crap, but uh, hello. I'm in a very good mood. Ollie Watkins has made it onto our, uh, on our, onto our homepage of our preview, so... Uh, that's made me feel good. And Matoma's got his best haircut in in, in that image as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I own two out of three of the front page players. Yes. I think there could be quite a few people that own all three of those by the end of this game week. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, that's the idea. I aim to please. Um, but yeah, I think I probably will have all three. <laughs> <laughs> all three? Bloody hell. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Let's, let's find that out. Arsenal versus United. Yeah, so I think this feels like the big decision of the week. If it's going to be a main talking point, I think it's this one. I think at the moment, literally every man and his dog's probably got three Arsenal players right now. Um, and then it's what the solution is this week with your three Arsenal players. Do you keep them? Do you keep some of them? Do you sell all of them? Um, and it comes down to numerous factors, right? There's a few reasons at the bottom that we can get onto in a minute. But, but, but the gist of it is, I think anyone playing a bench boost this week might be worried about Arsenal only having a single when other teams have got doubles, notably Man United, who people probably haven't got right now because they just blanked. Mm-hmm. Um, and those also doubling up with the free hit 32 with the bench boost can probably will probably feel like they don't need Arsenal because when Arsenal play Southampton at home in game week 32, they can free hit them in. And the fixtures around that at the moment maybe aren't the best for Arsenal. So between now and game week sort of 32... Uh, Man United have got four fixtures for three and you can still get your Arsenal players in for 32. So there's a clear immediate fixture gain. And if you factor in as well that Man United double in 34 and Arsenal don't, you're basically getting two extra fixtures um, by moving an Arsenal player to a Man United player this week. So there's there's, there's a logic to doing it. It's just whether you should do it. Um, and I say a lot of people have got three Arsenal that they might be thinking about moving on. So I guess it's the main talking point. Again, it comes down mainly, I think, to chip use. I say me and you, Darren, haven't got any chips, so I think our decision is a bit easier. Martin has got chips, so his decisions may be a bit trickier because there's a, there is logic to keeping Arsenal players. They're top of the league, right? Um, do you want to sell players from the best team in the league right now just for extra fixtures? Um, so probably best off starting with Martin, I think, because say, he's actually got the decision, really, where me and, me and you really haven't, Darren. Yeah, OK, so... Um... Well, I've only got two at the moment because I sold Zinchenko for James in the last game week, which was obviously brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so f- for me, I've got Odegaard and Saka left, and I think um, I'm just I'm going to keep Saka. Basically, I've got I've got some decent money in the bank, so I I've got the luxury that I can go from Odegaard right up to Bruno if I want to do that, um, or if I want to go Madison, I can do that, obviously. Um, so, so that's it for me. I'm going to keep Saka right, uh, right through until you know. I think probably game week 37 at least. I think once you get to game week 37, there's a case for moving him on, maybe for you know a Man City doubler like a Foden or a Grealish for the last couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I'm going to keep Saka. I feel I, I do feel for the people that have to move on Saka if they want Bruno because of the. Because of the money, I'm not I'm honestly not sure what I would do in that situation. But I'm quite fortunate that I can keep him and I can still get Fernandez. Um, well, I say I'm fortunate. I kind of planned it this way. Um, but uh, 
but yeah so so that's me i do and i do think like i said a couple of weeks ago when we did our last pod i think the trouble is once you sell these arsenal players you you're not going to buy them back there's not going to be a week where where you look and think yeah my priority this week is to buy back an arsenal player so i do think that you if you know if you get rid of them all you've got you've got to pretty much be content that that is it for the season or or it's quite likely that that will be it for the season because you're going to be focusing your transfers on Brighton, Newcastle, Man City, Liverpool, um, et cetera, that have got the double game week. Um, so that's the reality. What are you thinking, Darren? You've got all, you're, you're actually contemplating playing your three Arsenal, aren't you? I know you haven't got a bench piece, but you still um, might. Yeah, I was. Um, as I mentioned to you literally before we started, I have made a transfer, and that does mean I've put Martinelli on the bench actually this week. He's first on the bench. Um, so I'll be playing two of them, which is Gabriel and Saka. Martinelli is going to leave me in two weeks' time. So Martinelli leaves me for the West Ham game. Um, I'm going to keep Saka and I'm going to keep Gabriel, I think. Um, there's a case that I may get rid of both, uh, Martinelli and Gabriel. But at the moment, I would rather get rid of... In, uh, so in two weeks' time, so game week 31, I think I'm going to get rid of Martinelli and Havertz. And I'll be bringing in, potentially, Gakpo and Nunes um, to Liverpool. But I don't... But I, I mean, that's, that's the kind of thought at the moment. But I'll definitely have a look nearer the time who's more nailed on. It might be that I actually do Martinelli and Gabriel to something like... Gakpo and, and Reese James instead or Gakpo or Salah if I can afford Salah I'm not entirely sure I can afford him which is why I might have gone to Gakpo um, I've also got Harry Kane so the, you know the chances are he could definitely be moved on to make way for one of the premiums uh, in terms of this game week I I quite like Arsenal versus Leeds at home. I think Arsenal do really well. They've been playing brilliantly anyway. Not playing Martinelli is a worry to me, in all fairness. But there's something that tells me that Jesus might start this and he might play 60 minutes. Um, but that means Martinelli will go out left. And I reckon then he'll play 60 minutes and be rotated with Trossard. So it's his game time I'm more worried about this week than anything, which is why I've benched Martinelli. I think Saka's safe. Um, as is Gabriel. I'm not convinced selling Saka, as you mentioned, for Bruno is the greatest move this week. You could easily see Bruno in those two games, like Newcastle away. That's that's not an easy game at all. Newcastle are, what, fourth, fifth? Playing quite well. I don't see why that's an easy game. And Brentford, no, you know, Brentford can turn up against anyone. We've, we've seen it happen. You can easily see Brentford maybe beating United. I, I could definitely see it. So, People moving Saka on for, for Bruno, you could get four points from Bruno, re- logistically, really. You could get two two pointers out of those two, I can see happening. And Saka can do anything against Leeds, so he can only get two points. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I, I think that's a brave decision to, to make. I think it's quite an easy sell if you've got a defender. <coughs> Excuse me, if you've got a defender, if you've still got Zinchenko or Gabriel. The fact Arsenal are finding ways to concede silly goals lately, like one a game, I think it's a no-brainer probably to sell your Arsenal defender, although they've got a good game this week. If you're intending to free-hit 32, I think you can sacrifice your Arsenal defender. I think that's quite an easy decision. Who I'd go to between Luke Shaw or a Brighton defender or something, I'm not sure. But 
Um, I think I can completely understand Gabriel Zinchenko to Shaw. I think that makes quite a lot of sense, really. It, it's the, the midfield moves, isn't it? Saka, yeah. Yeah, I, I can... don't think I would sell. Martinelli, I think, probably starts this game. My, my likely front three, I think, for us would be Martinelli, Jesus, Saka, what we had early in the season. And if anything, because Jesus is coming back from injury, etc., I think Trossard is more likely to come on for Jesus. So I think there's a reasonable chance Martinelli gets 90 minutes in this game for this particular is, week. Is Nikita not back? Nikita and Nikita. Yeah, I still think he's not, not dropped out. I think he'll still get minutes here and there, but I don't think it's a priority to give him games. I think Trossard's ahead of him in the pecking order now. They, they might bring them both on, right, and play Trossard off. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. He'll, he'll, Eddie will come on for Jesus and Martinelli. Will, uh, Trossard will come on for Martinelli was my kind of thought. If, if I had a free hit now, I, I I certainly wouldn't sell Saka in any circumstances. I probably would sell Odegaard if I had him for Bruno. I think that's worth the risk. And I'd probably sell Martinelli for Bruno if, if I could afford that upgrade. Um, but I'd say I'd definitely do a defender to sure. So if you, like you have, Martin, I think if you can move players that aren't Saka and you can get two two transfers from Arsenal to Man United that's not involved Saka, I think I'd do it. Yeah. Saka to a Man United, I don't think I would do. I, I do think it's very different if it's a defender versus attacker. Even the attackers, I'm not completely sure is the right move because Odegaard or Martinelli could do well in any given game week. I wouldn't be surprised if Odegaard had a at a flyer this week. Leeds defence isn't amazing. Um, and then Liverpool, I know that's an away game. You think Ice Anfield, that's a hard game. They're shipping chances. And then West Ham away, I think West Ham, Arsenal could score two or three in that game. So I don't think the next three are necessarily bad for Arsenal, even though obviously the colour coding on the FPL website suggests they're harder than what Man United have got. I'm not overly scared about the fixtures from an attacking sense from Arsenal. It's just... You're getting an extra game, aren't you? Four for three. And it's four for three for a good team. It's Man United. It's not, you're not moving Jared Bowen. Not, no, no, like, um, criticism of West Ham or Nottingham Forest, someone like that. But I wouldn't be, I think it's a no brainer not selling Saka for like Gibbs White or Bowen. I can see some appeal for do it for Bruno because Man United are good, unlike the other teams. But yeah, I, I still don't think I'd do it. He's, he's arguably, probably arguably the best midfielder in the game right now, isn't he, Saka? Yeah, easy by 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 a long way. Would you consider a minus four this week to maybe move Martinelli on to Fernandez or move Gabriel on to someone else? If you're talking uh, so yes. yeah. about you specifically, Darren, who's not got a free hit thirty two, no, because you're moving a playing thirty two player for a non playing one. Fair, yeah. Agreed. Uh, and this, this is what it comes down to. This is where decisions are so different now, depending on what chips you've got left. Because me and you, Darren, and others with no free hit, has to be quite defensive now with what we do. But we have to keep Arsenal, I think, because of that 32 game. Free hit teams will have three Arsenal players in 32. I think we'll be weak if we have one or two Arsenal players in that week. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really hard for us to sell any Arsenal players right now. And yeah. for those... With a free hit 32, I say they can cover Arsenal for that week with the free hit. As Martin said, the fixtures afterwards aren't amazing either. So if you're if you're happy in yourself, the, the top team, top of the league, team most likely to win the league, you may end up with no players. It's, it's the ultimate test of fixtures versus form, right? Form team in the league, form players in the league with bad fixtures versus teams that are playing not so well with extra games. It depends what sort of FPL manager you are, I guess, right now, whether you chase form or the fixtures. I think I'm uh, at the moment. I'm chasing form. 
Like that's that seems what I'm, it's it's not exactly doing bad for me. Um, I think I've got to stick with that. Although the as I mentioned before, Martinelli isn't starting for me this week. Um, but I don't know who I would ever bench for him this week. That's the problem. We'll get onto our teams later in the week, right? It's hard. It is. Hard. I've got the same problem. I've got. Do I play a singular or a doubler? Singlers have got better games. Doublers have got two games. It's hard this yeah. week. What you prioritise? It's really difficult. Um, I mean, I've got. I mean, I don't know if you guys have got Rashford. So obviously, I've, I'm holding Rashford at the moment as well. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of come thirty-two, obviously, I've got a blank there anyway. So. I didn't want two blanks, which is why I didn't get Bruno this week and why I'm not really looking at a Man United player in the next three. I know they've got Everton and Forest, which is pretty good, but I just, yeah, that game week 32 blank. And obviously Brighton blank in that week as well. So you've got him. I don't have Holland, <laughs> no, thank God. Um, although I did consider potentially getting in somebody because we know Foden's out for like four, three, four weeks. I did consider getting someone in, but then I realised I got the blank and I was like, well, that just seems pointless getting the blank player in. So that's why I sort of planned the next couple of weeks and said, you know, I may lose Martinelli, yes, but or but I'm also looking at getting rid of Duncan or Matoma because um, I don't want them in the, for the blank. So, yeah, it's a, tr- it's a tricky couple of weeks to navigate with that chip. Martin's sitting there all smug yeah. right now because you can... Uh... <laughs> get the ball in <laughs> yeah exactly I, I think we summed it up well though like yeah it, probably keep Saka definitely keep Saka if you don't have a free hit to use in 32 I mean if you don't have a free hit in 32 there's an argument just to keep everybody and yeah just hope hope that they outperform the doublers which they easily could um, you know but yeah if you do have a free hit 32 then you know, Bruno Fernandez is you know is is a good option, obviously, and it's not just the double this week. It's Everton home, Nottingham Forest away, another double in thirty four. Um, so I'm yeah, open. It's a yellow card for a petty for a stupid foul because he lost his temper. A yellow card because he play acted and he misses a penalty as well. I mean that's. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. We already know he don't get petty yellow cards because he's pushed the lines when he didn't get booked. And he, and he argues every week as well. Uh, don't he'll, get, be, he'll, be, he'll be on the radars now. After all that, he'll be on the radars. <laughs> uh, cool. So working back from game week 34. So, yeah, following on from that, I think this is one of those cases easier to come work backwards. So these eight teams on the screen, Man City, Liverpool, Brighton and Man United, all double in game week 34. And then Newcastle, Brentford, especially, have really good home games, singles in game week 34. Um, and Arsenal and Leicester have got pretty good home games in game week 34. So I think in an ideal situation in game week 34, your squad will be made up of these eight teams. Yep. And I think you kind of want to get to the point where you have a rough idea where you want to go. Do you expect to have a starting 11 full of doublers from the four teams that double? Are you happy to play three Newcastle maybe at home to Southampton. I think Trippier is obviously one, but do you want to play Botman and Isak with him? Do you want Tony home to Nottingham Forest that week? Um, obviously, if you've got Raya already, if, you, if you're carrying over Rico Henry from these recent doubles, do you want to keep him through and then maybe play him that week home to Forest? Arsenal, as we've spoken about, people will already have and will, will struggle to bench them in a home game. So how many of them do you want to play? And then Leicester, if you happen to have... Danny Ward and he's back in the team by then and James Madison if he's playing by then they've got a good home game so I think you want to kind of look at game week 34 
especially around Liverpool and Man City. Because I, I I tried to, in my eyes, I, I put this slide together in order I think the best games are. So this order on the screen is, I think, the best in, in order of who's got the best fixture. So I think Man City have got the best double followed by, Liverpool, followed by Brighton. So <laughs> working back from here, you've got five or six weeks now and however many free transfers you've, you've got to try and get to a squad in 34 that you want. And I say there's different ways to do this based on what chips you've got. So again, in Martin's case, he can go to Man United now. And if he wants three Man United by game week 34, he can get make, start making moves towards that now. I mean, you can't really, Darren. Well, uh, well you, you, yeah, you say that, but like if you took, if, you, if this was game week 34 this week, my team would be in an absolutely fantastic position. <laughs> um, it's got some got no Liverpool players or no Man City players. No, 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 which is what I was about to say. So I don't, but you're right. I now that, so when I was talking about my moves earlier, they are building up towards game week 34 because I mentioned getting Gakpo, Salah or Nunez and, and Nunez, so two Liverpool. It was building up for this 34. But if you take my players now, I wouldn't be a terrible, I wouldn't be far off having decent players for this. I can definitely then around get um, Haaland in for Kane around this time as well. Um, and I don't think I need to take many hits to get my team in very good shape for 34 because I do hold a lot of these players already. I just imagine a lot of squads right now have probably got no Man City, no Liverpool, and maybe Rashford and two or three Brighton. That's what people will be looking at in terms of doubles for 34. So it's, it's moving towards that. So you've got a few few free transfers to get there. And I don't know who you want. Maybe there's an argument you only want Haaland from Man City for this double because the other ones are too unpredictable. That's uh, what maybe I'm the on three the moment. <laughs> is, that, is, that what you're doing? is that what you're doing at the moment? For, for just Haaland? <laughs> Yeah, that's how, that's how I've got it mapped at the moment um, yeah. to only have Haaland, yeah, because it, it is going to take a few transfers. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's essentially what's on the screen. Otherwise, I've got three Liverpool, three Brighton, three Man United um, and, um, yeah, a Brentford, an Arsenal um, and a Newcastle. Um, I, have, I, I, will, I, will, I will still have Ch- Chilwell and um, Kepa, but they'll probably be benched that week. Um but yeah, I think yeah, it's difficult because yeah, it's like what Man City do you get? Um, but I think I think thirty-seven is the one for me for Man City. I think by thirty-seven I will have three Man City for the double then. But I think for thirty-four it'll probably be just Haaland, just because it would just because it's take too many moves. Um, but uh, yeah. I think so, it's got to be in your mind though. All your transfers from now have to be, I think, focused on this and the same. Then bearing in mind 32 as well, what you're doing. Say, so say again, Darren, in our case, we have to make sure we've got a player who plays in 32 as well as. So, our priority here is Liverpool probably because they play 32 and they've got this good double. Which so is we're going to have to move towards Liverpool sooner than maybe Martin, who may not even think about Liverpool until this actual game week because yeah. he might not want them and he'll have them on a free hit in 32. True. Yeah, which is what I'm doing, definitely. Uh, like I said, trying to plan to get the two Liverpool in. It's hard though, isn't it, to think of what eleven you want because you are going to want to play play Trippier in this game. If you've got, I've got for example, Isak and Tony and Haaland up front, you probably want to play all three of them this week. And then yeah. you may only be in a position again where you're a bit similar to where we are this week, Darren. We've got no bench boost, but it's really tr- tricky to pick yeah. between a That's single player with a great game or a doubler with an okay yeah. game. And I don't want to get in that position. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to make transfers all the way up until thirty-four now, where I'm like, get to thirty-four, and I'm like, oh, I didn't plan this very well. I've taken a, you know, I've got 
players I don't want to bench now. I don't want to get in that position because I already own Trippier. I already own th- uh, two Brentford, three Arsenal. It's like, so I've got to be careful. Like, I don't want to make too many. Um, yeah, yeah, the only thing is like bench boosters don't have to worry about their bench this week. They don't have a taste of what we're going through this week yeah, in game yeah. with 34, I think. So I think there'll be a lot of strong squads looking in, heading into oh. this week. Do you guys think that Gakpo is a good player going forward uh, for Liverpool? Or do you think Diaz trained and is... I mean, he's not exactly going to be rushed back, is he? But I think Gakpo's minutes could suffer now that Diaz is back and Jota's fit. Um, so I think I need to some way get to Salah as, as, the, as the man rather than looking at Gakpo. I think it's difficult to predict, isn't it? They've got so many options. I think um left side. I mean I've 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 mapped out a route where to have Darwin in, rather than Salah. Um okay. but I think if you know if I was if, if I was picking a Liverpool attacker that wasn't Salah, I think Darwin's the one I would trust most. But yeah, so I that's the two I'm heading towards. I, I wanted both Salah uh, I wanted Salah and Darwin, but I don't think I could get Salah. Um but I think I can only get Gakpo as, my, as a backup. Again, Darren, we've got it awkward in the sense that in game week 32, three hit managers obviously will have Salah in their home game against Nottingham Forest, isn't it? They've got in game week 32. Now, he's going to be the most popular captain, I would think. Even though Arsenal have got Southampton that week. So again, we're in argument, is Saka or Salah the better captain? But my gut feeling is most people will put Salah captain in that game week over Saka, but it's, it's it's up in the air. We can we can debate that, but it's always dangerous when the players such highly owned and such highly captain not to have them at all. It's it's a massive rank crusher if they go and score a hat trick, which Salah could do at home to Nottingham Forest. So Martin's case, he can maybe go without Salah because the one week where it's most essential to have him when he's going to have the higher captaincy, he can have him on his free hit. This week in game week, he's a perfectly viable captain, I think, in game week 34 on the screen. But I think naturally people will captain Harlan. So I think you can maybe not have Salah in game week 34. It won't damage you all that much. But game week 32 is potentially a big problem having no Salah. And I say once you go there in 32, then you've got him for, for the remainder, I think. Because you're not going to sell him again because Liverpool's fixtures are too good. So it's a sort of an un, unexpected sort of negative about not having the free hit is that. So you it kind of obliges you to try and get salary in, I think, for 32. And when arguably you don't really want to pay the extra over the other Liverpool players for a run of six, seven game weeks. I'd, I'd rather have Gakpo or Darwin, I think, rather than Salah long term. Yeah. It's the fear of that what could happen in that game week 32. If he scores a hat-trick and he's captain or everyone and we ain't got him, that could be like a 20-point swing or something, couldn't it? And that's going to be really hard to peg back should that happen. I don't know what you think about who will be captain in 32. You think it'll be Salah? Yeah, so it's Tottenham, Tottenham home and Fulham home, isn't it? Versus, um, oh, this is 34, I... 32. They've got Forest and Arsenal. Oh, sorry, Forest. sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm on the wrong, uh, wrong screen. Yeah, so <laughs> Southampton at home or Forest at home. It's tricky, that, isn't it? Really tricky. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be quite split. It'll probably depend who scored the week before. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Salah. Because people people feel like they want to captain their most expensive asset, don't they? If we're talking about like the mass game, most um, so so Salah probably will be most captained, I think. But they will definitely be takers for Saka, won't they? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. That's our decision, Darren. Are we happy to captain Saka and not own Salah, knowing the risk? Or do yeah. we feel like we have to cover that by get by getting to Salah by 32? I, I, I certainly can get to Liverpool by 32. That's That's been my plan, what I've been talking about this week. Um, so I definitely could get to him, but I still still think I may well captain um, captain Saka anyway. And I say at the moment, I don't have Salah, I don't have Haaland. I've got a lot of money in the bank. I don't know if I've got enough, though, to upgrade to both of them. Um, and if we do want both of them, like probably Haaland from game week 30 and Salah from game week, at least by game week 32, maybe even game week 31 when they've got a good game. Then other moves obviously have to be made in the meantime to free up money to allow that to happen. It may be selling Harry Kane, like you mentioned, downgrade him because he's the obvious cash cow, I think, down to someone to free that money up. Mm. So, so yeah, I think free hit 32 is obviously an amazing position to be in given the situation, but there's a few little sort of sort of hidden unknowns amongst it, like this Salah situation that makes it even, even worse for us, Darren, which is unfortunate. Um, it's a big risk going without him. But yeah, just just on the slide, I think it's worth managers getting a, to a point where they're kind of happy with what they might want for this. Do they want triple Man City, triple Liverpool, triple Brighton? Or are they happy to have one Man City, two Liverpool, three Brighton, two Man United, a Newcastle, an Arsenal, Brentford or something? How many doublers do they want? Because I think the transfers in the next couple of weeks are going to be towards setting up for this in some way. So it was just raising that really and making people aware. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. So the transfer routes, free it, nurses, no free it. Oh. Awesome. So I'm putting green on here, the likely in points, should we call it? I know this isn't a Sky pod, but we have entrance points in Sky and things. And I think it, it differs. We kind of touched on it already, but it differs depending on what, you, what you're doing in game week 32. So I say Liverpool, the main one, no free hit at the bottom there. We probably have to think about 31 or 32 to get Liverpool in, where non-free hit can probably wait. Um, probably even until game week 34, maybe game week 33 against West Ham, they might want to get them, but that'll be a game week 34 decision. And Man United are obviously the other big one. If you're on a if you're on a free hit, then you can get them this week. Again, people with no free hit are probably waiting until game week 34. The 33 game against Tottenham is not that great. And if you want them a second one to go with Rashford um, for the double in 34, then you're probably doing it in 34. I think most of the other teams are probably fairly similar. Um Man City are maybe a bit awkward. If you've got a, if you're free hitting 32, you could arguably go for a second Man City in game week 30. Southampton at home, Leicester, uh, Southampton away, sorry, Leicester at home in 30, 31 is very good. There's obviously the caveat around Man City players and the risks, but if you, if Foden is going to be out through that double uh, for, for those two game weeks, maybe you could punt Mares in game week 30 for mm. a couple of weeks uh, if you've got a free hit. Um, Say so we can't really do that because it's another blanker for 32 that we can't deal with. Yep. Unless we just accept now we're going to play with five or six in 32 and just ride it off. Team full of Um But yeah, that's just all this is highlighting. The fixtures for each team up until then and maybe entrance points. Um, Brighton are quite interesting. Now, we haven't spoken about them yet. Obviously, there's no... It's looking like no double in 31. Yeah. I was going to get a Stupinan this week because a double this week, double in 31, and then probably move him on again, 32, and then get him back in again by 34. Now that because no double 31 next two weeks after the double aren't amazing and then they blank. Um, maybe we can start moving off Brighton where it felt like a couple of weeks ago. We... 
maybe we can get away with running with one now. Maybe not for this week, but after this week, we can we can ditch them for a bit. Oh, I was yeah. ditching Matoma possibly and Dunk. You know, I've got them for this double, and then I don't want them for Tottenham or Chelsea and a blank. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to have them. So Matoma is another the problem. Is the problem with Brighton assets as good as they've been? They are very cheap. So it's very difficult to move them on to anyone very good or logical. Because um, yeah. that's, that's the reason why I'm looking at potentially moving Martinelli on. Um, because they have got single game weeks. They have got Liverpool um, and West Ham, which could be tricky. Potentially, I don't know. But he's more money than Matoma. Um, so it's just more helpful. We need money for Haaland and Salah, right? And then we're talking about selling a cheap player. Will we... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, that's the problem. I, I tried to map it out and I was like, oh my God, Matoma's like 5.3, just doesn't bring anything. Um, and that's kind of the problem. Whereas I, I, I need to look at sort of what Kane's fixtures are and think like he might be the make weight. Um, but I don't know who for, because I'd have Darwin by that point. Um, I'd have Darwin and Watkins and I don't know who my third would be. But potentially, I'd look, be looking to get Haaland, obviously, nearer the game week 34 but that means i have to keep some money in the bank and maybe maybe go for a tony maybe go for an isaac it looks like them too doesn't it based on they've got a good 34 game and they play 32 exactly i think that's that's the that's the choice it's me i think i think it'd be isaac i'd go for oh sorry tony i'd go for um and then you know move him up to harland save money in the bank but yeah it's very tricky um because Brighton, Brighton, you do need to come off them, I think, after this week. I don't think you do. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm keeping them. All of them? Um, how, many, how many have you got? Well, I've only got two, but they're, fi- they're fine to keep. So, um, so game week 30, um, Matoma and McAllister can be on the bench. That's fine. I'll have, they've got Tottenham away, and I'll have a front six of Rashford home to Everton, Saka, Liverpool, Bruno home to Everton, um, Tony home to Newcastle, Harland, Southampton, Watkins, Nottingham Forest. That'll be my front six. Not bad. So, <laughs> and if Tony, if Tony gets, if Tony gets himself suspended, then Matoma or McAllister can just play, and and Tony will be a dead spot on the bench. Is Madison um, close to that as well? By the way, uh, you. I feel like you you've asked this. I feel like last I asked week. It, I think I the answer was. I think the answer yeah. was he was on seven. All oh, right. I think the answer was he was on seven. Um, so yeah I think they're fine to bench so they'll both be on the bench in game week 30 for me um, or they're a very good um, you know fail safe for if Tony's suspended so that's cool Um, and then in game week 31 they've got Chelsea away so I mean again if Tony's not available they can play um, or they can be on the bench for Chelsea away and then after that they they get back into having you've got free hit 32 and then they're back into having good fixtures and two doubles. Mm. Game week 33, they've got Forrest away. Um, and I think by that time, by that time, Tony will become Ferguson for me because that's going to allow me to um, a bit of preparation for getting like Liverpool players in. Um, so I think you can just bench them for Tottenham away and Chelsea away in summary and still have a really good team. Um, yeah, because three, though, Martin, we've, can we find someone that plays all three game weeks with better three week fixtures than than that? That's our question. Mm. Yeah, for non free hits, maybe different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think 
I think Martinelli is the one that's got to go for me. I think you're right, Matoma could stay, given the fact that they have got decent games, 33-34, so Matoma could be benched. Because um, he's not making me enough money anyway selling him, so why not hold him ready for the later on? So I think Martinelli is the one. But I think I think the one Brighton that I might do is, is I might get rid of Dunk. Maybe with a view to get him back in. But I think... I think there's better players than Dunk that could score points in the next couple of weeks quite easily. I like what you said there, Martin, at the minute. So a lot of us had one defender and two mids um, for Brighton. And from game week, it might be a good excuse for me, for example, to sell one of my Brighton mids. I don't know which one yet, Matoma and McAllister, at some point in the next couple of weeks. And then use maybe my Ollie Watkins spot to move to Ferguson in 33 because I'd have freed up a Brighton space by selling the midfielder. Because I, I, I think I do agree that for the last sort of four or five weeks, he's obviously done well for Ireland this midweek as well, Ferguson. I think it was already clear that he probably was first choice now, but I think they will promote him to that for definite. Will he start both games in that 34 double? I suppose there's a possibility Welbeck starts one, but I think he will yeah. gradually more and more become the man at Brighton now. Yeah, I think it's perfectly viable. You go in with him as one of your three strikers at the end. And so selling a mid in the build-up to 32 and then buying him back as your Brighton player after in 33 probably makes a lot of sense. I say from Watkins is a really good one in 33, I think, because... Yeah, and that's going to allow... Yeah, and that, and that could allow you to, you know, move like, I don't know, like Rico Henry to Robertson or something like that. Um so, or, or get a Man City mid in for 34 from the, the Brighton yeah. spot freed up or something yeah yeah, it could be viable so yeah I, I quite like that move to maybe sell a mid now and then get Ferguson um, yeah I think that's kind of it on, on that side it's, I say if you've got no free hit left I think you're going to be looking at New, Newcastle and Brentford cool yeah here ooh Sort of what we discussed. Um, yeah, so yeah, this comes comes on quite nicely from what we've been talking about, really. Um, yeah. So I know I've I've seen people worried, you know, starting to get a little bit worried about bench boost this week. You know, there are various players on flags and um, and and whatnot. So um, I just thought, you know, pose the question: Is how important is it that you bench boost in game week twenty nine if you've still got a bench boost left? And I just wanted to illustrate that. If it turns out that, you know, come deadline, you're worried about it because, maybe, I don't know, maybe you've got like James and Botman, for example, um, who you're not confident are going to play and you don't really want to take another hit. I think there are going to be other options. Um, so you can see my Game Week 34 sort of draft team um, there at the moment. Now, and it, it, it's again, it's almost like it's, it's a good illustration of what was on Craig's slide earlier, really. So you might not have all of the same players, but I've got three Brighton, three Man United, three Liverpool, um, you know, a Newcastle, a Brentford, um, and uh, only one Man City. But you know, if you, you could you could easily go down a route of um, you know having um, a Man City defender um, instead of Shaw or or whatever it might be, but. It's going to be a similar structure to this. And you can see, even, even in game week 34, I've got Rico Henry on the bench at home to Nottingham Forest. I've got Saka on the bench because I've got, you know, seven attackers that have got a double. Um, and I've got Chilwell on the bench. Um, and then 35 is a load of singles. Game... Or something as well. 
yeah, yeah, Henry could be Stones, or yeah, so can be Stones, yeah. So even though it might not be exactly the same as this, even if you do something slightly different with the teams that we mentioned before, you're you're going to have a really really strong bench either way, right? Um, and then in game week thirty five, there's a load of singles, and then thirty six, thirty seven. You can see again with the doubles, I've got you know game week thirty six there. I've got Evan Ferguson on the bench with a double, Rico Henry on the bench, and Trent on the bench. Um, you know, you could argue that could be Chilwell, but Chilwell's got Nottingham Forest at home. You know, Shaw's got Wolves. Um, Trippier's got a double. Um, so, you know, if you start, to, if you build towards those Liverpool for 34, um, and then 37 as well is the one. I think that's probably the main one. I think, you know, 36 would be possible, but 37 definitely is going to be another good opportunity, I think. Um, lots of time to plan for it. Man City have got a decent double. Man United are doubling. Brighton are doubling. Chelsea are doubling. Um, so yeah, just to just just to make that point, really, that if if it feels like it's fallen apart a bit this week and you're not comfortable with it, I don't think you need to do it because the way you're likely to set up for 34, I think you're going to have naturally a good opportunity in 36 and 37. I mean, people getting worried about the flags as well. You've got to remember, we've just had international games where people suddenly go, oh, I'm injured. And they get flagged on the site because they're not playing for the team. And they've said, oh, they're injured. But, you know, some of them are carrying an illness. Some of them are carrying a knock. They didn't go into the international break with a knock. They just It just suddenly happens because they, their clubs don't particularly want them to play. Let's be completely honest. Um, well, they do bang a knee on the uh, airline train in front of yeah, their seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, yeah, somebody banged a uh, banged a trolley into Kai Havertz's knee, and suddenly he couldn't play. So, poor him. <laughs> um, but hey, I wouldn't worry about these seventy-five percent flagged people like Rashford, Kai Havertz, etc. I think they'll be fine this weekend. Um, but yeah. One of those things that happens at every international break. You suddenly your team's full of yellow, and you, you panic. I certainly did when I was like, Rashford's my only United player, and he's got a yellow flag. And I was like, Do you know what? He ha- he hasn't. He's fine. Um, anything really else? Is, in, in game week, so in game week thirty-four, there I said there's four teams with doubles. It's quite easy, I think, to get to like ten, eleven from those four teams. Then say double, yeah. triple Newcastle home to Southampton, a couple of Arsenal home to Chelsea. I would argue that's a far stronger set of fixtures than people wildcarded a bench booster this week with a couple of Brentford players with a bad away double, a couple of... It's basically a load of middling teams this week with okay fixtures, but they've got two. So everyone's getting excited by them. I think I'd much rather... If you look at that double in 34, you've got four teams doubling that are probably going to finish in the top eight. And then the rest of the top eight have all got solid home games. That's a far stronger bench boost, I think, to me than teams that have got to finish in the bottom half with a combination of home and away games that people seem to be prioritising. So I know that their team right now is probably set up for it, but if, you, if you're playing the fixtures and the actual teams that have got the fixtures, 34 is way stronger. I haven't looked at 36, 37 in as much detail, but I'm, I much prefer 34 bench boost personally, but obviously there's a lot that could go wrong before then. You may struggle to get to the team you want at that point, but... <laughs> Especially, I've seen people contemplating taking minus eights and twelves to play your bench boost. I certainly wouldn't be doing that. No, if you can get there on, on a free transfers or a minus four, I think it's one thing. But anything more than that, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, minus four is pretty much maximum I'd play before a bench boost. Um, okay, listener questions. We might have answered some of these, but we'll go for them. Uh, FPL Spartans, who's in the chat as per usual. Hello, mate. Uh, he's put Estupanan or Shaw. 
sure for me. <laughs> yeah, I I think um, just because I just because the way I've mapped it out, I kind of feel like I know I want Evan Ferguson later. Um, so for that reason, sure, but. I'll go with Stupin then because I think Shaw will miss a game in the next run. I think Malassia will play at least one in this next batch of games because yeah. they've got European games, Man United as well, to fit in. So I think there'll be a bit yeah. more rotation at Man United than Brighton. Cool. Like, I'll go with Stupin then. Yeah, it's fine. Is bench boost game week 29 still viable with the players flagged? <laughs> do you cancel? Do, sorry, do you correct with transfers and plough on or delay the bench boost until game week 34? Well, we just, we've just we literally just discussed that exact thing, in all fairness. Yeah, um, yeah. doesn't even have to be 34. I think 36 and 37 will look good as well. If you've got a good... Th- if you've got a good... Oh, sorry, sorry, mate. We, t- we spoke over each other there. I was saying, what are you actually doing? Are you still playing it in 29? Or is that last slide swayed you a bit? Um, it is swaying me a bit that um, it's not as important to play it as I thought it was. Because, um, yeah, I mean, Rico Henry's double isn't great. I've got, you know, I've got a Reese James problem. Um, you know, Botman, I, I think he'll probably be all right when he, he had a bit of food poisoning, I think, or... But yeah, I mean, coming back from an international break, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit more on the fence about it now, to be honest. I think 37 in particular could look really good. Um, I know it's late in the season then, and can you trust the Man City lineup, etc.? But I think I've I've definitely realised that it's not essential to bench boost this week, and hope hopefully we got that across. Cool. Uh, Omar Halabi says is it logical to sell good players like Kane and Martinelli for double game week players to maximise chances of points I am on bench boost and so fixated on having 15 double game week players well I think we've discussed that at the start again um, it's form over fixtures isn't it personally I think recently we've seen many people go for the doublers over the single players and the single players have, have, have outscored them so I don't think it really is that logical if you've got somebody like Kane against Everton Saka against Leeds I think they're absolutely fine to play especially if you're looking at maybe taking potentially minus points as, as we just said personally for me I think I think form over uh, form over fixtures there I think you two would pers- potentially agree depends who the double game week player is for me I said I wouldn't be doing it to get Morgan Gibbs White in for example, Forrest oh, got quite a good double on paper, but but I wouldn't be selling a single game week player to get a double in from Nottingham Forest. I think say I think Man United are a slightly different argument because they are third in the league and they are good. Yeah. Um so that I was think, Morgan Gibbs White, mate. <laughs> I won't be doing it for a bottom half team, put it that way. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um cool. Um FPL face off Tom has said what rank would I be if he spent as much if I Sorry, what rank would Darren be if he spent as much time planning his transfers as he did on replying to the Fesshole tweets? Probably top 10k. Not far off anyway. But would Love I be it. happy or have had as much fun? No. To be fair, Fesshole tweets hasn't caused you to make a transfer on a Tuesday, is it? No, it's it not hasn't. <laughs> Nothing to do with Fesshole. Um, but hey... I'm I'm still out of my rank at the moment and it's climbing, touch wood. So um, we'll see. Uh, But no, Fesshole's brilliant. It's fucking hilarious. 
Uh, Thomas says, which Premier League footballer would play you in a film about your life and what would the title of the film be? My good Lord. Oh, yeah, I meant to think about this and I forgot. I did. Uh, well, I mean, you've seen it before. I haven't. Um, well, I think playing me would have to be Peter Crouch simply because we're as tall as each other. <laughs> um, I mean, he's a lot skinnier than I am these days, but uh, he's as tall as me. So I think I'm going to have to go with Peter Crouch. Um I have no idea what the title of the film would be. No, I struggled with that. Ooh, when I was me. younger, when I was younger, um, like a young me and a young Gary Neville um, looked fairly alike because we both had like the boy band curtains going on. Um, so <laughs> maybe Gary Gary Neville for a young Gary Neville to play a young me. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about the title either, <laughs> to be honest. Who's most like me? I go for Nemanja Vidic. He can play me. Right. Could have gone Tommy Gravison. Could have gone. <laughs> what have you, where have you gone? <laughs> I go, well, about my life's all like East London, fairly rough upbringing and all that sort of stuff. So I'd imagine Vidic has got the sort of uh, capabilities of playing that sort of role. Look, like Martin's chosen boy band curtains. I've chosen a really streaky, lanky piece of piss you've got for, you've got you I fuck, for you than Peter Crouch well I went for the <laughs> I tried to take the piss out of myself and go for the height thing you went straight in with the, one of the rock hard defenders of the premiership you went like yeah Nemanja Vidget why not <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright then we're going to do that we? I haven't seen this question in advance I literally had to think on the spot <laughs> so did I <laughs> fine um, I'm, Vidic, hard man. There you go. That's my. That's the name of my film. I'm going for Giroud. <laughs> there you go. We're done. <laughs> um, so Niall Fairbrother has said the best captain choice for this week: Rashford, Mitoma, Chilwell, Madison, or Bowen. Oh, Bowen. That's an interesting show. Um, I've well, funny enough. I've got it on Mitoma, and my vice is Madison. Um, that could swap, but. I mean, it could change, I should say, not swap to the, each other, but it could change. I, I don't know. But for me, I think Captain Matoma. Um, don't know about you guys. Any thoughts? Uh, I think it's going to be Rashford for me. Um, he's had a nice break, hasn't he, with his injury? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's Rashford for me. I think he'll be, I think he'll be very highly captained. And I think I've got, a, I've got enough else going on not to sort of punt against it like you know Matoma Matoma and Chilwell if they do well are going to be a you know a good upside for you anyway even without the captaincy so um, Madison I mean Bowen's at Bowen I wouldn't be interested in um, bringing him in never mind captain to be honest um, Madison uh, I think I prefer I prefer the, I prefer if you really wanted to go against Rashford, I think Madison would be my preference over Matoma or Chilwell, just about. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't actually do it myself. Craig? Uh, I think it served me well this year going for a captain who's EO in the game week. He's going to be over 100%. I say last week I went Saka over Kane because I thought they'd both be quite high. I do think this week Rashford will be comfortably the, the highest owned captain. His EO will be probably 140, 150. I'm not sure any other player will, will get over 100. So for that reason, I think I'm going to have to captain him because so I'd rather not take the risk with a captain. I'd rather take the risk with some squad players and their base points rather than going against the captain. 
The only issue I have with it is, and I think a lot of people might be in this position, is I've got double Newcastle defence and maybe, that in my case, I've got two Brentford defenders and two Newcastle defenders. So if I'm cheering Rashford on, obviously, as I would be with him captain, I've got four defenders who are going to get clean sheets wiped out as a, as, as a basis of that. So not the most healthy position to be in, is it, that you're playing all of the defenders against your captain? Nope. So yeah. that's putting me off a little bit. Martin, that's, the, that's the thing, Martin. That is... Um, <laughs> I'm, I meant to uh, I meant to mention that when talking about the bench boost as well. I completely forgot about that. But yeah, I'm bench boosting with you know like Henry and Botman who are both playing my attacking players as well. It's so it's like yeah, it's, it's another it's another one that's making me sort of think about it. Maybe so I'll... In there and we can bench. I, I could bench Rico Henry and Botman and sort of block that issue a little bit by having them on the bench and not worry about what happens with Rashford against mm. them. True. But they say, yeah, I think there's an argument to not. I don't know who the alternative captain is because I suppose Brighton haven't. We ain't going to have Bournemouth players, so Brighton probably don't damage you as much if they manage to score like eight goals across the double because you haven't got the opposing defenders. So maybe something to consider for the captaincy. But I do, I do think you have to. Well, it's it served me well this season going with the high EO captain. So I probably will captain Rashford. I might have to look at Rashford as well. Then, given that EO thing, actually, it's a good point, Craig. Um, he was my he was my vi- he was my vice, uh, but the the flag put me off. But the more I thought about it, I thought, do you know what? The flag is nothing. Just not flag. It's just the international. He's fine. He's he's been training. He's fine. Exactly. Exactly. So I think I, I think I will be swapping that back. Um, so it might be Rashford captain, Madders vice potentially. Um, cool. I think we are done. There's no end screen. Never mind. Like, like, follow, subscribe, it says. <laughs> it says, so, like, yeah, follow, subscribe, which you have been doing. We really appreciate that. Other people, please do more. <laughs> there there we go. Go. All right, cool. Lovely. Right, guys. We'll be back, back later in the week with a look at our sort of um, final thoughts. Um, and we'll have a look at Sky and Gaffer as well. Yeah. Later in the week. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Appreciate your time. Speak to you soon. See you later. Cheers. Cheers.